it's not even a joke. I'm so mean to everyone else, but to listeners, they go, I can't believe it because usually like a guy like Mike, even Jesse P.S. can be mean to his listeners. And I want to give a shout out to Jesse P.S. He did a hysterical thing. I really think he's funny. He was a listener oh, of Red Bar you. and I got, I want to break the third wall with people. Jesse P.S., I was introduced to him. He runs a show called Pot Awful. I really like this show. Oh! And this just shows how nice I am. Oh, my God. There was a time where Jesse P.S. was just a listener of our show. And I got in a fight with him once. He was criticizing me or something. And back then, I was an animal. Someone criticized me. I was so insulted that the fact they would criticize me, this dreamboat... While they lived the life that they lived, and I was so mad at Jesse, and I called him a bunch of stuff. Anyway, I buried the hatchet. Years later, I had him come by. He came by Compound Media. That's true. He helped me with that fake Dante Nero guy. And ever since then, I've said, Jesse, I'm sorry. It was nice. I think you're really cool. I like you. But Jesse, he don't like me. And that's fine. What? Wait, because what? you know what? It's not about people that don't like you. He thinks. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. I, who said I don't like Mike? I don't. Where is this coming from? My, oh, my God. I feel so terrible. I feel really bad. Hang on a second. I'm a faggot. Whoa, what? He hates me. Really? No, I don't. He's still. Yeah, I think he's still pissed off. I. The, that is not I true. Him. I don't know. It has nothing to do with that or not. I don't hate you at all. I like Red Bar. I like Mike. Nice guy. Real great guy. Funny. And I understand. And, uh, but I like him. I subscribe to his podcast and occasionally I, I tune in to see what he said. Thank you so he much. He did a show against, um, that Chinese guy. Who is Justin he? Wang. Justin Wang. I think it's Justin. And Jesse is, uh, once in a while, Jesse does something that, uh, is really funny. He will impersonate the person that he hates and he impersonated Justin Wang. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, so. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, hang on. That's giving the wrong impression. I'm so sorry. And he mentioned like Red it. Bar a few times like. because Justin Wang, and I was really scared. There's this YouTuber named Justin Wang who exposes people on YouTube. I guess. I don't know that much about and him. A year ago, Justin Wang joined the Bring Back group. Big popular YouTuber, Justin Wang. He joined the Bring Back group, and I go, "Uh uh-oh, is he trying to do a documentary on me? Because he talks about, like, the Internet's weirdest stuff. Sure. Justin. And I'm like, why is Justin Yang or Wang subscribed to uh, the Bring Back group? How'd he get in? I guess I accepted him. And Jesse did a big expose on Justin Wang today. He mentioned Red Bar a few times. Now, what was my point here, baby? (laughs) I have no idea. I was wondering myself. Well, that's my point. I don't know. I feel bad. Um, I like Jesse P.S. If he ever turns against me, I'm only going to say I like you. You have a home here. Thank you. People think that because I bring up these people like Revenge of the Sis, I must be be doing a bit as if I hate. Like Gino and Aaron. Gino and Aaron think. I'm going to tell everybody, Mike Scheel and Royce to 5'9 from Revenge of the Sis are safe. Jesse. P.S. is safe. I would never go against somebody like that. I only go against people that have everything to lose. 
Hmm, everything to lose. Wait a second. And okay, we're really scared. Oh, okay. They're also really scared. No, guys, you have nothing to be scared. I I feel so terrible. This is something that keeps happening to me. You know, I do the show. I think it's funny. It's fun. We make fun. We have a good time. You know, we make fun of everybody, and I just think it's always a good time. I have no. I had no idea. I was affecting people this way. I kind of had an idea. You know, I get – there's this thing that a lot of these uh, YouTubers and internet personalities and stuff talk about on the internet. They, they always talk about getting death threats. You always hear, oh, I got a death, I got death, death, threat. death threat. And I get these death threats all the time, and I'm like, yeah, who cares? You know? And I've had to look into them here and there. Every once in a while, I'm like, that's a little – I don't know. But it's making me start to think when a guy like Mike from Red Bar Radio is worried about me not liking him when they're scared – I feel terrible. This is not what I intended at all. This is a comedy program. This is just me clowning around, having a good time. And I like Mike. I do. I I feel so bad that he thought I didn't like him. So I want to say this right now. I want to get this out in the open, in the clear. I don't want any confusion on this ever again. When it comes to Red Bar Radio, I like Mike. I like Red Bar. Funny show. You know, uh, they're doing great things over there, and it's got me wondering if Mike thinks that, like, what must all these goons – I don't even talk about Mike on the show, really. So what must these goons think? I think like, that I hate them, that I want them to die? No wonder I get death threats all the time. They, they must think I want them dead. That's not the case. You know, Red Bar – I mean, just to take Red Bar as an example, Red Bar does amazing, hilarious stuff. You know, he's, he's saying very nice things about me. He's giving me compliments there, and I hate this. I, I'm playing you a lot of stuff here from his uh his bonus content section so i will say this go check out his bonus content section give him all the money you can make sure that he stays rich because he's doing amazing stuff behind it you know we do amazing stuff in our uh paywall he's doing some great stuff take a look at this this is funny he was saying i like to dress up and do these little you know characters and things and he liked that mike actually does that too i think it's very funny he did one where he was jewish you know he played a character where he's jewish he did one where he's a weed guy. See, he's smoking weed. There's a lava lamp. He's got a, a, a Baja on. It's, it's kind of going away. I'm going to be smoking myself stupid here today on the show. So that's going to be. I love it. You know, the fun part. I love it. And the idea that he's thinking, like, I don't enjoy this stuff is crazy to me. A lot of people out there, I mean, again, the goons, think about it. Like, Mike is doing amazing things. There's very few things I like in this world. I think you guys know that. There's very few things that I'm into, and I watch Red Bar, and I am willing to give the benefit of the doubt at the very least, but I I like things where people actually try. And that's the thing about Red Bar is Red Bar actually tries. Mike tries, you know, um... Like, he put up all these screens behind him recently. He's changing his studio around. He always is doing new things, and that's what I like. I can't stand sitting on the same topics forever. You know what I mean? Um, I've actually got another video here of uh, Red Bar, one of his new – I think this is his new setup here. Check this out. Here's uh, Red Bar right here. And uh, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on. i got to unmute this. Uh, that kind of killed the joke. All right, here we go. And yes, they do. Well, you're tasting the terps and the taste. That's exactly it, my brother Luke. One hundred percent. See, this is a great episode yes, of Red is. Bar. Good morning, Douglas from S and M Medicinals. How are you there, sir? Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Thank you, Jesse. How are you today, Jesse? Welcome. Everybody, welcome, Mr. Pot Awful, to the house. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, man. <laughs> How are you doing, Jesse? Love those shout outs. Nice to see you, man. Pot Awful is all about positivity. Thank you to the chat room, too. Welcome, Wait a welcome. Second. What's up, Charles? How you oh, doing? Hang What's on a going second. On? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I. The prescription on these glasses is out of date. I got to say, this is actually, I'm sorry, this is Canaman. You guys know Canaman? Uh, this is Canaman. Uh, that was a mistake. I'm so sorry. Everyone, but selection. Canaman, and I hope that I can avoid too. I smoke that green, green oak. All right, okay, all right, enough of that. Listen, I mean, we're still in the fucking intro of the show here. L- let me get to the point here. You know, bringing up Canaman there. I mean, think of Canaman. We made fun of Canaman so hard on this show. His birthday happened, and we made fun of him for having AIDS. We sent an underage listener to his home and got him in trouble that way. We did all this stuff, and Canaman has been nothing but nice to me. And so I'm thinking about these death threats I'm constantly getting. I'm thinking about the way that I'm treating people on the internet and, and in real life, frankly, too. I can't stand the way that I've actually treated a lot of people in my life. It's, it's turning me into something I don't want to be. And Canaman's a great example of this as well because I've actually come around completely on Canaman. The reason he's giving me that shout-out there – I remember the stream now. The reason he gave me that shout-out there – is I realize I like Canaman. I'm not against weed or any of that. You know, I don't like to smoke weed. That doesn't mean there should be a problem with it. It's a medicine. It's something certain people need, you know? And so here poor Canaman is, here poor Mike from Red Bar is, it, it, they're sitting there going, Jesse hates me. He wants me dead. And then I'm sitting over here getting these death threats all the time, you know, uh, from these autistic weirdos. And they probably, of course, they're going to send me death threats. They think I want them dead. They don't even understand, you know, these autistic guys, they don't even understand the difference between a joke and reality. In fact, I know that for a fact because I was watching Red Bar yesterday. And yesterday on Red Bar's show, he got it, an email. And it might be the most insane email I've ever seen. Okay. This is, as Mike described it, 22 paragraphs of information. The strange thing is, he received this email, but it's almost all about me, and it's from a former listener of my show, and I'm starting to wonder, is it me with the death threats? Is it me? Is it my fault? You know, I brought this up on a recent episode, maybe it was last week even, there's a certain percentage of the audience where it's just not even worth doing the show for you. You know what I mean? Like, you just aren't ever going to get it. I don't mean, oh, this is so highbrow. You don't get I mean, these guys don't understand the world around them. It's scary. And this dude who sent this email, ooh, boy, this is more frightening than any death threat I've ever received. I mean that truly. I'm going to play for you that email on the show tonight. I'm also, we're going to go back through all the death threats I've been receiving. And I hope what I can do tonight, even with our worst enemies of the show, even with our biggest goons, my hope tonight on the show is to finally make it up to those people and make them realize I don't hate them. I'm a nice guy. I'm actually the greatest guy. And I want it to be, I want to bury the hatchet. I want it to be water under the bridge with all of them. I like all of these guys. I don't talk about 
these things on the show because I dislike them. I talk about them because the internet needs bullying. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful sucks, you faggot. Pot boy. I hate the gay job. You scam artist, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. Just give up. You fucking little piece of shit. You're crazy. Fucking dweeb. Faggot. Jackass. Pot Awful sucks. You know what? You're not funny. I want to really kick your ass. My mom doesn't like it when I mention Todd Awful anymore. And I mean, just listen to that intro. I get bullied. All of those voices you hear at the beginning of the show, those are all voicemails I received. That's all about me. You know, listen to the terrible things people said about me. I get told, you know, oh, go jump off a bridge. All the, Every day I'm told something terrible. And then on top of that, I get these death threats. You guys remember the death threat I got? We had that Mind Hunter episode. I was getting death threats from somebody. This is some autistic weirdo posting videos. Take a look at this. I mean, this is what my actual life is like. I get this stuff all the time. Fuck part awful. Fuck this guy making fun of me all the time. Gonna bring you here, Jesse. This is the next spot. This is where it all goes down, Jesse. This is where it goes down. See you. See you soon. I mean, and this video, by the way, is titled, I found where I'm going to take Jesse from Pot Awful. It will be the last thing he ever sees. And that's not the only video this autistic weirdo posted. By the way, this autistic weirdo, we were trying to figure out who it was. Probably the girl from Mill Hip. But anyway, I, I get this kind of stuff. And whether she was joking or not, like that's, I had to wake up to that. That was a real thing. That's scary. That's a scary thing. Imagine that. Imagine that being your life. And of course, I get it. I go on the internet and I completely upend people's lives. I mean, there's some goons where everything is now different for them because Pot Awful showed up in their lives. I will say this, just in my defense, a little bit, just give me a little bit here, a little bit in my defense. I, I think that you kind of choose to allow us to do this, like... Your reaction is what makes us do the next episode. So I'm giving you the ammunition. I'm giving you what you need to do to prevent this from happening to you as a goon. That's how nice I am. That's how much of a great guy I am. I'm willing to tell you right now, if you don't want pot awful up your butt, all you got to do, just don't respond. It's that simple. You know, Santa Cruz Joker, if he had figured that one out earlier, we never would have discovered he's a rapist. But he is a rapist. Now, that said, I, you know, some of these guys, I want everybody to know I'm apologetic for the way I might have made them feel. That said, that doesn't mean all these guys are good guys. Some of these guys are bad guys. I don't know about the one, though, that sent this email to Mike from Red Bar. This is where things start to get spooky. We're going to go into this email. Mike is actually, I'm just going to play you, Mike, reading it. I'm not going to play the whole thing because I want you to go if, you know, it's in his bonus content thing. I asked if I could play some clips. He said it was cool. But, I don't want to steal his entire deal here. I mean, this is a big thing. This, I, I'm telling you, this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime crazy moments, this email. You have to see it. Um, where are the autism girls at, says Earl Pipe. Let's check out the chat room, see what people are saying. We're live, as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time over at podawful.tv. Goddamn, we're 16 minutes into the show. If, you, uh, if you're still tuned in, hi, I'm Jesse. This is Pod Awful. Uh, you know, you can friend me on Facebook or something. I don't know. Find me somewhere. Let's see what they're saying in the chat room. Do you still need to tell people how to not get trolled? Yes, you do. I, I mean, this is the thing is, and, and I think this is something that's going to come up tonight. The goons, just another word for what the internet calls lol cows, really. And 
it's a simple formula for what makes a law cow. You know, it, it, it makes it way easier if you keep responding. People don't know this. Rufio disappeared. Rufio is one of the biggest ones. You know, we're not really going to touch on Rufio too much here. He never gave me a death threat. But this guy, Rufio Fionix, we made fun of, he has disappeared from the internet completely. I could not be more sorry about that. All I ever wanted was more and more Rufio content, and the guy went away. We might have trolled him a little too hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the best I can do. Mea culpa. I'm so sorry. Call Canaman. I'd love to call Canaman. I actually did speak to Canaman today. We were trying to work out one of us going on the other one's stream. Canaman has really been upgrading his stuff. I do like Canaman. This is not a joke. I am completely reversing my position on the whole weed streaming thing, and particularly on Canaman. He's a nice guy. He's helped us out with stuff before. I will say this. When I emailed him today, though, the email I received back, I'm not kidding. This is real. The email I received back from him, his name, you know how Google or your, your email client or whatever will do that thing where it will, you've got your email address, but it'll replace your email address with the name you chose for yourself? Canaman's email address was replaced with pod fuck you. And fuck you was all one word. So it was clearly like pod awful, pod fuck you. That's his name in his email. I don't know if he's aware of that. He sent the email back and it was a nice, friendly email. And I, all I can do is stare at that name at the top going, pod fuck you. I thought we were cool now. I thought we were friends. You know, and I can do that. If you don't believe I can do that, you know, make friends with these guys. I can. Again, Mike and I. Mike and Ike, in 2012, were mortal enemies. 2011, 2012, I don't know when it was. 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. We were like mortal enemies, man. I mean, the copying, the, all this stuff going on, it was terrible. He sent his guys to, to give me these negative reviews on iTunes. To this day, my Apple podcast reviews, like – Half of the negative ones are red bar listeners from 2012. You know, I mean, it was bad. And now we're cool. We're friends. Um, he said very nice things about me. So I do appreciate that. And it is possible. It is possible to bury that hatchet. I love doing it, to be honest. I like being friends with some of these people. Um, let's go to the email, though. You're not going to believe this email when you hear it. I'm just going to have Mike read it. I might jump in here and there. But this is real. This was not staged. You can actually see on his screen the length of this email. It is nuts. And by the way, he hadn't read it before the moment he starts reading it in this show. So nobody, I didn't know, he didn't know, Jules didn't know, the internet's Jules didn't know that this email is mostly about me. Like about, I don't know, three-fourths of the way through it becomes more about uh, red bar and maybe a little bit about revenge of the sis but it's a lot of it's about me watch it it's crazy watch this is this guy okay the people so, are blown away yeah he's fine yeah so if you see you got to see the video version of this this is they're more, saying wow i thought mike was exaggerating this is uh read that i mean t-mobile fans t-mobile's terms of service is shorter than this i mean especially this first paragraph that is like the world trade center bro i cannot even attempt to read something that long. Build that wall. But so he's scrolling through it for the audio-only people out there. He's scrolling and scrolling through this thing. And, it, it, I mean, again, he called it like 22 paragraphs, but the guy didn't actually use any paragraphs. It's just, 
it just goes on and on and on. It's ridiculous. You like to hear what he's saying. (laughs) You want to hear what he's saying? Here we go. This is the email. And it starts like this. I'm going to just read it word for word. That's not a joke title. Got dot, dot, dot. I'm being serious. Do you need a hug or something? I'm going to be honest. Before I contacted you in a couple emails a few months back because of the way you seem to be stealing inspiration from Jesse over at (laughs) Pod Awful TV. And after you explain what you were actually doing and was pretty cool to me in those responses, I went back to living life. Okay, so just for clarification here, a little while ago, back in September, I think, I made a little joke. It was just a little joke where I said, Mike is copying. Now, this all stems from many years of history with him. It was a joke. A lot of people didn't get it, I think. But this guy really didn't get it. He's living inside of a cartoon, okay? He don't know up from down cat from dog or cat dog. So this guy took it seriously and apparently of his own volition emailed Mike to say, you're copying from Pot Awful. You're stealing his 9-11 show or whatever. Now that said, just a little bit later, Mike did change his lighting to red and blue, and now he does have screens behind him. And I do remember him one time mentioning Pot Awful on his show and saying something about my screens. What is this, Pot Awful? They're screens. Now he does have screens everywhere. Now, am I saying that's copying? I need this understood. I got to start being nicer to the autistic people. We've got autistic people in the audience. You make fun of enough autistic people, they're in the audience. We've got this guy, the autistic Korean listener, our autistic Korean friend. Andrew, he watches the show. He doesn't know if I'm joking or not. I got to start doing some trigger warnings for these people. So just so you understand, when I say that he's got screens behind him, do I really think he's copying this by having that? The answer is, of course, yes. Yes. And also inside this episode, there's hidden a secret message. If you play it backwards and listen to a certain number sequence, you'll figure it out. You'll recognize the pattern soon enough. Oh, he's emailed me before about Jesse P.S. Okay. I hope this doesn't offend your ego, but honestly, I didn't know who you were before that. The only reason I had ever heard of your name was because of how Mike and Roy's over at ROTC picked up a Red Bar reference. So, I mean, really, all you need to know going into this is this guy is a Revenge of the Sis listener. And this email is indicative of all Revenge of the Sis fans, okay? I was talking to Mike about this a couple hours ago, and this is what I was saying. He didn't say this. My whole thing is, you know, people ask me every day, Jesse, why did you turn on Revenge of the Sis? How come you're not friends with them anymore? Why would you make fun of them? I got to be honest. The real reason, I've never said this out loud to anybody. The real reason I made fun of the Revenge of the it had nothing to do with Revenge of the Sis. The only reason I did it was to try to shake off a few of their listeners. You know, all the guys we converted over to Fully Pot Awful, they're all right. But there's some guys where they're like, I'm still more of an ROTC guy, but I also watch Pot Awful. No, thank you. 
No, 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 thank you. You know why? Here's why. I'm afraid one day you're going to send me this, okay? And this is one of those guys. He has sent me these things. I actually do. I will show you some emails I've gotten from this feller right here myself. He was a nice guy. He's donated money to the show. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, okay? There's people who think this is all about the shekels, man. It ain't. <laughs> if this was, if this is your fan base, start over. Start from scratch, okay? No more Nightwave. You got to start a new thing. You call, you, you're now a black guy. You call it Slave Wave. Whatever you got to do. You start a brand new thing from the ground up. You burn it all. When, you, when all of your, former, your listeners are former Owen Benjamin guys, uh-oh, uh-oh, look out, bad idea, all right? So the real reason I made fun of them, I knew the guys who wouldn't be able to take it are the, the biggest autists, the biggest spurgs of ROTC, and of course, this proves it. That somehow got attributed to Nick DiPaolo. I mean, it was so a sign about four, of respect, four, four. Four, but it was four, such four an thing? obscure reference Stolen from that the new people coming to the ROTC night wave and day wave <sighs> channels didn't even understand what it was. Give it a second. Some of them actually thought it was an inside joke from that community. Okay, so I'm here and I'm going, okay, what's his point yet? What's his tone? What's he getting to here? The full first paragraph is him basically telling his history of Revenge of the Sis and Pot Awful for no reason. Look at this. Which ended up pissing off people. And by the way, is this just me? Do you guys get this? I have to know. Do the people who watch Pot Awful all the time also get a tingle when you hear other shows say Pot Awful or Jesse? Ooh, sins. I mean, I get a shiver in my coccyx every time that happens. It's like Spidey sense, but gay. Um, I don't mean like I'm excited for it or anything either. It's actually a little bit fearful. I don't like it. <laughs> Is anybody else a little weirded out by that? Is that just me? It would make sense if it was just me, but you, I feel like you guys are a part of this. You know, you're all my friends. I could name all of you. I could tell you the address of every single person in this chat room right now. Hundreds of people. I know their addresses. I know their likes, their dislikes. Um, I've met their dogs. People who like what you do. And to be honest, you have some real freaks who are fans of your show. Wow. Hold on. You hear that, guys? I mean, I like Revenge of the Sis, Day Wave, and Night Wave. They're saying they There's get it. Everybody a gets a tingle, too. channels that Not I watch me. the most when I'm watching stuff on YouTube. I used to like Jesse over Pot Awful. <laughs> But not long after the reason I ended up emailing you in the first place happened, I realized Jesse is just a pathetic little wannabe psychopath. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. I've never gotten this far. I didn't hear this part. This e- I read the I whole thing. It's literally great. stopped after that uh, first time, that dot, dot, dot up there by the community. So I'm reading this for the first time now. Um. I ended up emailing you in the first place. Happened, I realized Jesse is just a pathetic little wannabe psychopath who is so desperate for attention that he will do and say anything. Jesse from Potawful is in the chat right now, and he, in all caps, says, What? Who is this? I will kill him. It's okay. Hang on. I got to specify that that is a joke. I mean, I was in the chat room. I woke up. This is the craziest part of all of this this show happens behind a paywall 
normally, and it's on a Saturday. I'm normally I don't watch these shows. And I woke up five minutes before this moment right here, and I go, oh, Red Bar's on. Well, I got nothing to do. I'm doing some other things downstairs. Let me see what's going on here. And I turn it on, and boom, I'm hearing my name. So you think, I mean, that tingle, man. Oh, God, they said it's electrifying in the chat room. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? So I wake up to this. This is what I wake up to. And I've woken again. You saw that death threat earlier. I've got more of them to show you, too. I get them all the time. You wouldn't believe the number of death threats I get. You hear something like this, you just assume. I mean, is this a death threat? Maybe not exactly, but it seems like it's building to, I've bought several pieces of supplies from Home Depot. I need, uh, all I need is your permission, Mike from Red Bar, and I will finally end him. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you his name after this. We'll tell you, Jesse. I realize Jesse is just a pathetic little wannabe psychopath who is so desperate for attention that he will do and say anything like she will literally take credit for shit that he has never done. But he is so delusional. I do appreciate you heard him change genders in the middle of there. That's actually you guys remember I was trans for a little while. I do appreciate him respecting my gender. He has rewritten history in his mind so that he actually believes he created certain things and that he's really important. There's dozens of things I could talk about, but I'll just tell you about three so you get an idea. <laughs> Thank you. I found out about Jesse. I mean, that is such a great... Don't worry, I'll make this short. Here's three things about a guy you don't care about. <laughs> okay, here's three. Again, I mean, when you start making a list, the second you check it twice... Now, I'm not accusing Santa Claus of having murdered children. I am accusing him of being in Epstein's little black book. That's all I'm saying. You start making lists, bad things are going on. Okay? Uh, what is a list? What is a list ever led to that was good? Schindler's? I don't think so. See, because of ROTC, they were friends. I started watching his channel because I liked what Royce and Mike were doing, and I thought maybe this would be similar. But it didn't take long for me to realize that Jesse was actually closer to... Oh, by the way, for the autists out there, I think Schindler's List was good. Okay? Just in case you didn't understand, I think it was a good thing. Great movie. Great fictional movie. Somebody that the guys make fun of on their shows regularly instead of a friend. The problem is Jesse doesn't realize that he's what the internet calls a... LOL cow. A lol. A lol cow. Yeah, I don't realize that's what the end. I mean, my whole thing is fucking goons, dude. I mean, what do you think a goon is? It's just another word for lol cow, essentially. Slight difference. But I'm apparently a lol cow. Now, that's interesting. You know, I think about this all the time. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm not very well known, sort of. I'm not popular. I don't have a big audience, but everybody knows me. <laughs> okay have you watched shows i'm on them like people know who i am it's weird right so everybody knows me that sounds like a law cow no no real audience not a big audience everybody knows your name you do bad things that all of that i agree all of that adds up to a law cow and yet there's no kiwi farms on me there's no i'm never getting pranked or tricked or anything nothing bad is ever happening to me a law cow's life is misery that they bring them themselves. I love this. <laughs> this is so much fun. So I, I don't know. I maybe, maybe.
Maybe the uh, autist is right. Bull cow. He actually thinks he's cool. He actually thinks he's making fun of other lol cows. He doesn't do actually think, cool. think he's one of them, but he is. <laughs> oh, God. Shit. He's developed a cult over there at Pot Awful. <laughs> and they actually believe. By the way, bo- Pot Awful. I like that because when we bring Canaman into the fold, I actually I'm giving Canaman. I'm hoping to. He doesn't know this. I'm hoping to give Canaman a show on my YouTube. I can't say anymore, actually. Never mind. We'll wait till we talk to Canaman. Bullshit like he does. They don't care that he's actually picking, just taking ideas from other people that he thinks his cool, and he's trying to put a spin on it so that he could eventually say that he created the concept. Imagine reading all that. He's already out of breath, and we're not even halfway through this email. But he's not original. One of the first things that made me realize Jesse isn't right in the head. Wow, Jesse. Is that when he, but why is this of interest to me? <laughs> is that when he, he's laying down the backstory? Actually, yeah. So this is the backstory. He, I like it that he told you everything about himself before telling you his opinion of you. Yeah. So you can at least see, well, let's see. who he is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jesse isn't right in that because he started talking to himself. He started taking himself way too seriously over the Bob Hickman situation. Oh, Bob no. Is a crazy. Hang on a sec. You guys know about Bob Hickman, right? The person Jesse found and put on his show. Jesse was talking about Bob and how he believes that God has entered, entered his, his body. body like a body my same size, like me floating into you or you. Yeah, it's the baptism of the Holy yeah. Ghost. Rocking a bowl cut and he knows the most Like you floating into me or me into you Gotta do the shit what God told him to B.O.B. Oh yes indeed He's the only living avatar of G.O.D. You got a problem with he? Why are you talking to All me? Right, enough, He's the problem Enough, there you get it Bob Hickman So Bob Hickman, one of our goons He actually has given me death threats too Now this is one I don't have video of But several times on Facebook In comments posts and messages private messages to other people who who have then come to me and told me this is what bob hickman said he has made death threats against me he straight up said you know when i said that god entered my body too like a body my same size like me floating into bob or bob floating into me it's the holy ghost baptism acts 238 when i said that he got mad now that happened i mean god did enter my body like my same size but he didn't believe it. He refused to believe it. And he started, he has said multiple times, I better watch my back. That's what he said. Sometimes he's nice to me. Sometimes I better watch my back. Bob is a scary dude. So for him to come up in this email, interesting stuff. It's again, the death threat thing. It's not blatant, but the air of a death threat is there. Kind of like a demon possessing a person. Bob believes that he is the only person who has had what he calls the Holy Ghost baptism. Now, it's a saw you think I was just some crackhead nut who drives an 18-wheeler across country and probably... I mean, okay, keep in mind, this is what's being read right now by Mike David from Red Bar is the story of my life. Okay, imagine if this was, if somebody had to explain you to another human being in a 22-paragraph email, would it ever sound this insane? This is, for me to hear this stuff back, it's always wild. (laughs) You see, the thing about Jesse is, 
he knows a guy who believes God injured his body like a body his same size. Then Jesse claimed that he had the Holy Ghost baptism. Of course, this guy is driving an 18 wheel. What? That's just one. That's just one. That's not even including the part where Michael Winslow was once on the show. Okay? None of my life makes uh, sense. Has dead hookers buried in his backyard, and that may be true. But what is crazy is that Jesse wasn't satisfied with just putting videos of the guy showing you how insane he wanted to be like him. So he decided to become friends with Bob. And in the process, he decided that he was also being possessed by God like Bob <laughs> and did. And apparently that upset this guy, Bob, because that meant Bob wasn't special anymore. And Jesse deciding that I feel bad for Mike reading this too. He's like several drinks in. I think he's a little high. I mean, imagine being in this position and trying to read this nonsense. He was going to, and Mike's not doing a bad job reading it either. It's typed this way. This is the way the guy wrote the email. Just take Bob's idea about being possessed by God and run with it like it was his idea. He stopped Bob. being friends with Jesse. Bob. And then Jesse moved on to one of the other people that he makes fun of. He's got about a dozen of them that he calls goons, and I'm sure you know. The one that made me realize Jesse is a full-on psycho is that when he started... I assumed this was all about me when I saw this. No. I never read this. He's got about a dozen... Uh, let's see. The one that made me realize that Jesse's a full-on psycho is when he started making fun of a guy called the Santa Cruz Joker uh -oh. on a regular basis. Uh -oh. Oh, okay. So the Santa Cruz Joker, of course. You all think you know me. That you understand me. That you comprehend me. Mm -hmm. But you have no idea what I am. What kind of demon you're dealing with? He's the one and only Joker's Santa Cruz. He loves the hydro and he loves the booze. A mad cat with Monday notoriety hanging on the homeless because we live in a society. The Santa Cruz Joker, he's a midday toker, a whiny little bitch. Midday toker, that's enough all I need to hear. He smokes weed, he's a good guy in my books again. Forget the raping. No, okay, listen. Santa Cruz Joker, yes. I've been making fun of Santa Cruz Joker. Santa Cruz Joker recently made a real enough death threat against me that I actually called the cops. And I got a comment on YouTube about this, too. Somebody said, okay, so Pot Awful's pro-cop. No. Nope. That's not what's going on here, okay? Just because I called the cops on Santa Cruz Joker doesn't mean I'm pro-cop. In fact, I am notoriously anti-cop i was literally arrested live on the show one time i'm not a big fan of the cops i was literally arrested on behalf of youtube one time not a big fan of the cops okay uh i was investigated by the secret service not a big fan of cops so i'm anti-cop i'm anti-joker i'm anti-death threat against me and i'm pro using my enemies against one another. It's very simple math, people. Even an autist can do it. But now I got to explain these things. That's, that's the life I'm living now. I'm going to have to explain every joke on the show now. Every single thing I do, I'm going to have to start explaining it. Yeah, I think this is the reason I'm not more popular. It's because I cloud it all in this mystery of irony. You don't know what's going on. So I'll just stop doing it, I guess, Okay. We're not, hey, by the way, we're not really sponsored by Dr. Pepper, okay? Anybody, are you confused? Dr. Pepper, it's not a sponsor of the show. I just like to drink it. Do you mind? All right. Anyway, um, 
Now let's now here's watch this. This is the incredible part of all of this. I can say that, and then if I start doing a Dr. Pepper commercial, they don't know that it's not real again. Like the second you do that, actually, Dr. Pepper is our sponsor. Check it out, guys. Dr. Pepper, drink it at home. Spilled it all over myself. Pepper, they give us money. They sponsor our show. All the money I make is made through Dr. Pepper. I hope you guys go home and drink it today. So this is what we're going to have to do from now on. I, now I got to say, that was also fake. Okay? That was also fake. Now back to the Santa Cruz Joker. He made a death threat against me. That's true. Let's hear what else the guy said about Santa Cruz Joker before I play you that one. Jesse went from making fun of him on the show you having a Twitter beef with the guy to deciding that he wanted to actually mess with the guy in real life because the guy was saying how we wanted to beat Jesse up. Jesse decided to make stories up about him so we could mess with his life. Now, see, that's not true. I made up no stories about the Santa Cruz Joker. Okay, everything. And this is it. This is it. Because we've made up stories about other things over here, that means the Santa Cruz Joker stuff isn't real. And I usually tell you when something's real. The irony of all this is I'll usually, if, I'll usually be emphatic about something not being real. By the way, this is real. Can't you picture me doing that? Haven't you seen that? In your mind's eye, if you were to close your eyes and you're not an NPC, couldn't you see me going, by the way, this is 100% real? probably seen me do that before so i actually do do that already that's the i didn't even think of that watch this though this is the santa cruz joker we're going to come back to that this is the santa cruz joker's death threat against me this is what made me call the cops this is real this is real okay 100 percent real he's a cringy autistic freak okay well hang on he's not talking about me there that's not me he's okay same with pot awful just some greasy fuck who revels in bullying the internet yeah you wait until i find out where you fucking live i'm gonna fucking murder you that's a death threat that's a straight up de- like boom got him come get him boys nobody's ever by the way said to me oh so you're pro cop when i have the boys come get a pedophile you ever notice i just occurred to me i say come get them boys with the uh, pedos and they're like yeah great we Oh, you're pro-cop, are you? Oh, you want cops busting pedophiles? What a loser. Hey, you dem. But that's what's going on. This is my life. This is really a part of my life. I had to show this to a police officer. A real moment of my life. Not a show moment. A real moment of my life. I stood right outside the door over there. Outside. I was with a police officer. And I had to have her record this video for off of my phone. She recorded this. Isn't that nuts? That, that happened. That is 100% real. Fuck you. And Dylan, too. Fuck you and Dylan, too. So this is, I mean, this is what I'm dealing with. These are real death threats. And then you hear an email like this. What am I supposed to think? He decided to look up the number of his carrier karaoke place oh shit oh, speaking of uh santa cruz joker uh somebody says harlan is going to stream a fight supposedly don't worry i'm all over that yeah harlan santa cruz joker claims he's going live tonight we're 
tonight we do it all, okay? This is a show of many different facets. Enjoy. The Santa Cruz Joker would frequent, and then he <laughs> called, he looked up the number to the karaoke place and called them to make up stories about how the guy was mentally unstable and rather violent. Made up stories? Look at him! He's mentally unstable and violent! Okay, I got, by the way, you know what? I'll just do this right now. I'll just do this right now. This isn't really part of what we're talking about tonight, but to just continue on with the thread of the Santa Cruz Joker, let me do this. I got a bunch of messages on, uh, oh, here we go. I'm actually going to be calling Igly Buff here in a second. Igly Buff, Michael, you may know, uh, Santa Cruz Joker's former friend. We interviewed him and Driftwood, who I believe is in the chat right now. Say hi to Driftwood in the chat. Shout outs to him. Uh, But I got a message from somebody, and I've been getting a bunch of these. Somebody sent me this message. They said, hello, due to my own safety, I have created an entirely new account to keep my real identity safe. I am a German student from UCSC, and I have been living – well, I'm not going to say where they live. Um, I'm 21 years of age, and I spend on a lot of weekends – sorry, this person's first language is not English. They spend a lot of weekends at the bar. I have been to the Blue Lagoon – which is a place we know Harlan has been kicked out of before many times, but I've only seen Harlan a couple of times. On this specific occasion, I was with a group of friends and we were just having fun. It was getting pretty late and um, it was about 1130. There were only two of us left. I was very drunk. This is a girl, by the way. This is the second girl who has come to me looking for help when it comes to the Santa Cruz Joker because the cops in Santa Cruz won't do anything about him. It's like... I mean, this is like, this is really becoming Batman. I was very drunk at the time, but when I, I sat down, I felt something rub against my leg. To my surprise, it was a hand, the Santa Cruz Joker's hand. He was sitting on the seat across from me, and he began to squeeze my thighs, and his hand began to touch me on my, my private. Privates. Now, they call it privates because it's just for you. The bathing suit area. Hands to yourself, Harlan. I feel embarrassed for not telling my friends. I had to hold my tears back. I didn't want anyone to know. Imagine imagine getting molested by the Santa Cruz Joker. There could be nothing sicker in this world. He's 300 pounds, which, by the way, here's another message I got. We confirmed he's at least 300 pounds. I'll tell you why. Okay, hang on. I'm not sure what I can say here. A lot of these people want to keep their anonymity. Somebody that we have seen on stream with Harlan. I can't say more than that, unfortunately. Someone we've seen on stream with Harlan told me, you've seen me with him. I weigh 300 pounds, and Harlan is bigger than me. Okay, so that's confirmed. Harlan's over 300 pounds. We've confirmed that. Now, this poor girl goes on to say, please, Pot Awful, I beg you to please help. I would feel much better knowing this monster is behind bars. So I asked for a little proof. She sent me this, and this is, this is real. This is a screenshot of her talking to the official Santa Cruz Joker account. This is his real Instagram account. She said, listen, you fat fucking prick. I know you touched my friend, you disgusting. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is her friend contacting him. I know you touched my friend, you disgusting idiot. If I ever do see you again, I will call the police 
and I will press charges. Stay the fuck away from women, you disgusting pedo. pedo. Now they said pedo. That was them calling him a pedo guy, not me. Is the friend 17 years old? We heard about him molesting a 17-year-old girl at the Blue Lagoon. Did I talk to that girl? Harlan responds, she gave me permission. She did not tell me she was feeling uncomfortable. And if she had, I would have stopped. All I did was place my arm around her back. I did not touch her inappropriately. I was told that you were rubbing your hands against her thighs and she made it clear that she was uncomfortable. Who do you believe? The pedo guy or the woman who wants to die because she was touched by a 300-pound autistic fat man? I don't know. I don't know. I asked her specifically. I straight up said, did you give him permission? She said, I didn't. He insisted on buying me a drink, but I declined. I said, what happened after he touched you? Did you tell him to go away? She said she was too scared and uncomfortable to tell him, so she ran to the bathroom, called her roommate, and asked if her roommate was able to pick her up. It was about 12.10 when she received a call from her roommate, and she told her that the roommate was outside. Um, When she tried leaving, Harlan kept insisting on buying her another drink while wrapping his arms around her neck. So that's the part where he starts putting, oh, I just put my arm. See, it's little... He takes these little bits of truth and he tries to make it the whole story. Oh, I got kicked out of uh, the Catalyst Club because I had a bottle of vodka in my bag. No, you got kicked out because they were searching your bag, couldn't find the roofie you put in the girl's drink, found vodka, and used that as an excuse to get you out of there. But that's what he does. That's what liars do, manipulators do. That's what sex predators do, okay? He says, she says, uh, Harlan kept insisting on buying me a drink while wrapping his arms around my neck. I feared that he would try and harm me if I called him out or told anyone else. So, I mean, that's uh, the, the gist of the story there. Okay, so that's what's going on there. I mean, it's, it's getting crazy. And how he was planning on hurting people at the karaoke place or whatever. And then the guy got banned from there. Jesse, hold on. This is crazy. People are on the edge of their seats. This is up now. But look, and if you think you're on the edge of your seat now, why don't we do this? Actually, let's pause this for a second. We'll come back to this again. Don't worry. There is more. And it is, of course, crazy. Um, Let's do this, though. Let's do a little follow up on the whole Santa Cruz Joker thing. Let me go to I forgot to bring this up ahead of time. Let me go to Driftwood's Instagram uh let's see driftwood what's his name on there driftwood aka battle samuel i believe it is yes i'm gonna try to bring it up on here there we go now driftwood's instagram if you're not following it you're missing out big time here's the thing on the last episode of pot awful i told driftwood that i would send him and igly buff joker costumes igly buff asked specifically to instead receive a Harley Quinn outfit. That was his choice. I don't know. So I'm not going to say no to that. So, of course, I immediately obliged. And with the help of my beautiful audience, thank you guys so much. The cult, thank you. Uh, You guys sent in donations. Together, uh, we spent nearly $200 (laughs) on, on Joker costume and Harley Quinn costumes. And uh, again, thank you. And sure enough, the new 
Santa Cruz Joker and his helper, Harley Quinn, are Driftwood and Igly Buff. Take a look at this. Oh, my God. How amazing is that? This is their first photo in their outfit together. They're in a hotel room together. They took this photo. And as you can see, Iggly Buff looks upset that he's wearing this costume. But this was his idea. He actually loved it. According to Driftwood, he loved it. And he, and he wants to talk to me and thank me for it. So we will be calling Iggly Buff here in a second. I do want to show you one more photo here, though, at least. Oh, here's some videos of... Um, of Driftwood going around as the Joker. You want to take a look at these? Hi, it's Joker here. We're Holland Quinn. Hello, Holland. Yeah, it's a real Santa Cruz Joker. You need to get rid of that bacon, kick him out of Santa Cruz, and keep his ass in Watsonville. That nigga a fag and a rapist. Fuck that nigga. That nigga a fag and a rapist. And, of course, we here at Pot Awful fully agree. Now, take a look at this one. He did his makeup up fine this night. Look how good Driftwood looks. It, you're going to tell me this isn't the real new Santa Cruz Joker? This is the guy. I mean, this is the guy. If I had to pick, I would pick this guy as the Joker over that fat loser. Have you ever seen a fat Joker before outside of a Comic-Con? I don't think so. This is the Joker. So that's Driftwood as the Joker. Let's, why don't we do this? Let's call Igly Buff. And, uh, you know, he wanted to say something nice about sending him the costume. Let's see if I can get him on the line here. I've got his phone number here. Let's see if this works. His phone might be dead. Who knows? Calling Igly Buff. Best Joker, they say in the chat room. Fucking amazing. That looks great. Can you believe that? We really made this happen. These guys went from a dream inside our visions to the Joker and Harley Quinn. We made this. I mean, you guys did this. Come on, Igly. Precious angel. Must be protected at all costs, of course. At all costs. Yeah. This is the new Santa Cruz Joker. The fat guy is the Santa Cruz Mr. Burgers, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, that one didn't work. Now, I don't know if he's just not answering or what's going on. Let me actually try Driftwood. I know Driftwood said that uh, Michael is with him. So let me put in Driftwood's number here. And maybe, just maybe, his phone is still alive. Hope so. Let's see. Call Driftwood, too. All right, calling Driftwood. Driftwood MVP. I'm the Joker baby. They say in the chat room, of course. I'm the Joker babies all around. We're going to go back to the uh, the email in just a minute here. Igly Buff is our collective little son. God, I just want to put a little saddle on his back, and I want to get a doll, like a little monkey doll, and have it ride him around as he's on all fours. He's just... Mm. Driftwood. Hello? Yo, Driftwood. Yo, Driftwood. What's, what's up, man, it's, Jesse? Yo, Jesse, how you doing? I'm good. You guys, the uh, the audience is fucking loving you guys as the Joker and Harley Quinn. Let you me guys, put you on speaker. Absolutely. You guys rule as the uh, Joker and Harley Quinn. We love it. Wait, did you put me on hold? I'm hearing music. What happened? Hello? Yo, you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Yeah, we were saying, I was saying, we, we love you guys as the Joker and Harley Quinn. You guys look great. Thank you. Absolutely. At first, the, the face that I had on in that picture was kind of, like, not upset. It was more like, I'm not used to wearing this. Right, yeah, it was your first time wearing it. But as the night went on, you were loving it, right? 
Yes. Absolutely. And I heard you uh, you really enjoyed wearing it. You wanted to say something about that? Oh, yeah. Um, I found somebody who can do our makeup. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a professional. Like she's really good at makeup. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So are you guys going to keep so going out and wearing My best it? friend, Charles, Okay. his ex-wife, even though me and her kind of... Me and her are still friends, but I'm trying to hang out with her secretively because Charles doesn't really want me hanging out with her. What is wrong? with Why doesn't Charles want you? You're precious. I love you. Why wouldn't he want you around her? I'd let you sleep because, in the same bed as my girlfriend. Um, I don't know. I just... Charles doesn't really like any of his friends hanging out with her. I I feel like it's a jealousy thing, but again, I imagine it, if you were it to... It is eat, jealousy. I think he still has feelings for it. I don't, but I don't understand the jealousy thing, because I would imagine that if Igly Buff were to sleep in the same bed as a girl, he would sleep at the uh, foot of the bed, you know, all curled up into a ball. Uh, yeah. uh, I think he'd be on the couch. He's not allowed to be in the same bed. Oh, he's not allowed. Well, is he allowed on the furniture? Get down. <laughs> Maybe outside. Really? Right, that's fucked yeah. up. You're outside for the night. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Now, uh, I know you guys, hey, you guys got to share that hotel room. Was that a nice night? Yeah. All right, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are off the street for a night, had a nice night in the room. I love that. Uh, I said it's going to take three more months for my wrist to heal. Really? Three more months? Yeah. Damn. Well, I loved uh, I loved seeing Driftwood you f- uh, in the hotel room with the uh, Little Caesars pizza flexing on the Santa Cruz Joker. That was very cool. Thanks. And uh, yeah, I've been hating on him. He sent me a message saying he wants to rape my mom, and I wanted to talk about this. To beat my ass. I wanted to talk about this Santa Cruz Joker number one. Let's let's go over what he's done in the past week. He's changed the name of his YouTube channel from Santa Cruz Joker to the Harlan Variety Show. He's changed his. Uh, Twitter account name from the Santa Cruz Joker to Harlan something. He's hiding this stuff. He has not. Has he gone out a single night in the past week as a Santa Cruz Joker? No, not he's once. He's been hiding from me. He's, he's been scared. Hiding. He's scared of Driftwood. And now on top of all of that, he has the nerve to say he wants to beat up Michael and rape Driftwood's mom. It's sick. It's God, sick. It's sick. yeah. And the day he was supposed to show up the other day, his plan was. To call the cops beforehand and have his friends start recording it, rather than start fighting back and have me arrested. Yeah, and see, people want to say I'm pro cop for doing that's that is the bullshit move right there. That's but the bullshit he move. Bitched out and never showed up. Yeah, of course he never showed up. He's he's scared, and he's saying tonight that he's going to go live streaming and there might be a fight and all this stuff. I don't believe it. I don't think he's going to be out there. What, what do you think? If he wants to fight me, I'm going to let him throw the first punch. After that, it's self-defense. Let him do this, though. Let him throw two punches, just in case. All right. Okay. I can deal with that. All right. I can, I'll even let him stab me. I don't get no fuck. Two punch. All right. How about this? Two punches, one stab. A roundhouse kick is also okay, but in, only instead of the two punches. And also, I don't think his fat ass can get his leg that high. No, of course not. Of course not. But if he somehow learned to bicycle kick through midair or something, you know, or if he does that thing where he jumps up in the air, disappears from the screen, and then comes back down on the other side and knocks you out with two fists, that was also, uh, that'd also be bad. So, I was roundhouse before he roundhouse him before he did that. Practice your roundhouse right now because, uh, yeah, Michael Sheen kicked someone in the face. 
Hot awful. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Tell him about that. Was there ever any record of Harlan being at the Red Room? I don't know the Red Room. I'm not sure. Because I heard a while back some girl got roofied at the Red Room, and that was my friend. Uh-oh. Shit. All right, well, I, I mean, I have people contacting me all the time saying, Harlan did this to me, Harlan did that. It's definitely real. I'm not real. saying it was Harlan, but... Well, but I'm but just I, saying it's a I possibility. Am it. I am saying it. Now, I want you guys to know, because, again, this show I'm doing, I know you guys are watching, this show I'm doing tonight is all about trying to let the people out there who I make fun of understand no hard feelings. When it comes to the Santa Cruz Joker, though, I still want him under arrest, and I still want the worst <laughs> for him. Um, it is still hard feelings, but only him. Okay, only him. You know, I got to explain this to people out there. I don't know if you guys know this. A lot of people out there are autistic and don't understand what's going on right in front of their face, right into their ears. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So uh, I want to ask you guys this. Are you still going to go around? Are you going tonight out as the uh, Joker and Harley Quinn? Um, yeah, we can find someone to do our makeup, yes. Okay. I, I mean, if you can't find it, I'd say still go for it just in case he does go out. I think you should be out yeah. there. Now, again, not to fight. You're not out there to fight. You only are out there in case of self-defense. But yeah. but that said, you should be out there because those are now your streets. I saw on your Instagram, and again, guys, follow the Instagram. I saw on your Instagram you said he's 86th from Santa Cruz. He's no longer allowed there. Yeah. and I'm, I told him he's no longer allowed. And if he breaks that curfew, I mean, you know, he's it's He's not, going it's to get on. jumped. It's on. It's on at that point. That's just the yeah. rules of the road. So, it's going to be on. It's going to be on at that point. There's nothing you can do about that. So uh, I, I really appreciate talking to you guys. I really love seeing you guys in the costumes. And I do want to say to the uh, audience out there, everybody, right now during the show, keep watch of Harlan's. He's got two YouTube channels, a Twitch. You know, He's got Twitter. Wherever you can, watch him right now because if he does go live – we want to check it out. We want to make sure. And Driftwood, if if you see him out, you go live on Instagram. Hit me up. Message me on Instagram. I got my phone on right here next to me. Hit me up on that. All right. I'll charge your phone for that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, buddy. Thank you so much for talking to me. And uh, Michael, have a great night. Thank you. I will. All right, buddy. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. There you go. Igly Buff and Driftwood. Amazing guys. I love those two. So that's what's going on with the Santa Cruz Joker and his death threats. Now let's go back to crazy email guy here. And again, keep an eye out in the chat room for me on if uh, Harlan does go live. We're not even halfway through. You got to keep going. We're it's not amazing. Even this is really- a guy named the Santa Cruz Joker yeah. has a karaoke place. I feel like this is an American yeah. classic novel. Wow. Listen to that. My life is an American classic novel. Who would have thunk? I always thought I should be writing the next great American novel, you know? I read, uh, what's that gay book? Catcher in the Rye. You know, I'm, th- I'm always thinking about the phonies, and I go, ah, I could write this stupid shit. Jesse then <laughs> got the guy kicked out of a bowling alley that I need my glasses. Okay. This is really, talk about okay. some, str- I feel like I'm uh, sure. making spaghetti here with all the straining. No, don't do that. I was just trying to... Oh. I wanted into no. your locker and I smashed your glass. You don't like toilet paper in there? No, I think that that yeah. leaves little scratches Sorry, just, in my get mind. Get back to it. All right. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. 
I liked so. Uh, by the way, I liked when I unpaused Jules laugh. I should get a Jules, just a girl to laugh at me, just quietly on off camera. Like a million times. Can I just have a? Well, every show, can I just get a new girl to call in? You just sit there on Skype, and every time I say something funny, or even if it's not that funny, you just go. <laughs> You know, I'd have my girlfriend do it, but I know she doesn't actually think I'm funny. So I've like come out of the shower or something, and Mike's been like, "You the Santa Cruz Joker?" <laughs> um, Wait, what? Yeah, you look like him. <laughs> what? She said that she comes out of the shower, and Mike says, "Are you the Santa Cruz? You look like the Santa Cruz Joker. He's three hundred pounds. I know that's not true. Although, thank you. You know what? I'm going to take that as a compliment. That means you're watching. Thank you so much." That means they watch Pot Awful. Can you believe that? Isn't that weird? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, okay, they're here like we go. like my guy is like a little joke in their household. Ooh, what are you, the Santa Cruz Joker? Let's find uh, Jesse. Got the guy banned from there. I don't even do that. Like with my girlfriend, I don't. She doesn't come out of the shower. I don't say like, "Ooh, who are you, Ching Chang Chong? Look at your sideways vagina." I should say that to her. She does have a sideways vagina. Jesse then got the guy kicked out of a bowling alley that he frequents. <laughs> and then he decided that he was actually the Santa Cruz jokes are not the guy who was making fun of. And he claimed that he was moving the Santa Cruz so that people could officially become the Santa Cruz joker. And by the way, I mean, he says I tried to move <laughs> to Santa Cruz. I did move to Santa Cruz. That one did happen by the way no copyrights intended here no copyrights intended if you guys are having trouble with buffering that's on you no copyrights intended the santa cruz jokes are not the guy who was making fun of and he claimed that he was moving the santa cruz so that people could officially become the santa cruz joker no i don't know if he actually moved to california or if he just says he moved to california but he's taking things to an insane level. And that's whatever. I realized that I wanted no part of that crazy. I stopped watching his channel and I thought that that would be the end of it. But Jesse needs to be the center of attention so much that he decided to turn on his good friends, Mike and Royce. My good friends, there was a- Mike and Royce. My Actually, my best friends, and in my head, they still are my best friends. I like them. I love them. You know, I've known them for years. We were best friends since high school. And they're like brothers to me, Anakin. So I can't believe that they don't feel the same way about me anymore. I thought it was all in good spirits, but I guess not. I don't know. The guy who got kicked out of the ROTC community after it was found out that he was sending unsolicited dick pics to other members of the community over a Discord server and through email. That's the fucked up thing to do. So rightfully, Mike and Roy said, you got to go. You're not one of us anymore. You have to leave. But See, this I have no won- idea. This is just fan fiction. I don't know what this Discord thing is about. I have no clue what he's talking about here. And this is, I mean, it gets nutty. It gets nutty. He wasn't being an adult about it. He was whining about it in other (laughs) YouTube channel rooms. Nobody really cared until Jesse decided uh, that this was the way he was going to get attention. Jesse ended up deciding (coughs) that he wasn't going to support. Here's, by the way, just for your uh, future papers you guys write for your college courses, 
if you say decide a lot in a sense that you're wrong, like stop using the word decide. It's a filler word. Then he decided to, you know, he just did it. He just did it. You don't have to say the decide. Everything you do is a decision you made. You don't have to say the decide part, okay? That's you stalling for time or making your paper longer. Port his friends making Royce. If you removed all the decisions from this email, not only would you have a shorter email, you wouldn't have an email because he never would have decided to do it, and that would have been the greatest part. He was going to defend the guy who got caught sending dick pics to people. And Jesse decided that he would make fun of Mike and Royce and that he would try to fun of to make fun of those shows on his own. And then he even messed with their YouTube channel settings because (laughs) he had access to their settings because he had access to their account. He was just nuts. And the only thing that's sad about it is that he was a friend of Michael Royce's for a while. But it turns out he was just Michael Royce. I love the. The way it, he devolves saying their names in this is so crazy. He never calls him Mersh, for one, which I find strange. I always call him Mersh. I know his name is Michael, Mike. I only call him Mersh, but he calls him They call, he calls him Michael Royce, as if that's one man. Hello, I'm Michael Royce. Then he starts calling Royce Rice. I think he calls Royce everything but Royce toward the end. As crazy as all the other people that Mike and Royce make fun of. These people start out as members uh, of the community who either say or do something wrong and then they get kicked out or they were crazy from the beginning and couldn't take rejection well. There's a growing community of those rejects and they seem to find each other and they've developed their own little community. There's a growing community of these rejects and they seem to find each other and develop their own community. He repeats himself. So this is where it starts getting scary. You think I'm repeating. He starts then repeating. Oh, yeah, it's like an acid loop. Yes, so... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the... Can you believe it? This guy is literally typing the same things over and over again just to induce full-on loop. I mean... I'm not the only one calling this scary. His chat room was lit up that night saying, what is this? Oh, my God, this is terrifying. I feel like my insides have become my outsides. My outsides have become my shoes. I'm wearing them around. I'm stomping in puddles. That's what they were saying. Multiple people said exactly those words. Okay. But you should read it exactly I'm going to. So right about here, you're going to start noticing the same sentence twice, but it's not Mike reading the same sentence twice. It's two different versions of the same sentence. It's almost like it reads like he typed out a sentence, decided he didn't want to send that, but then instead of deleting it and rewriting it, he rewrites it after. But it starts building up. It starts picking up at a quick pace. This is the first one, and then it's going to be almost every other two lines. He repeats himself twice in a different way. It gets really scary. It's like a schizophrenic thing. Yes. Okay, here we go. These people start out as members of the community who either say or do something wrong and then they get kicked out or they were crazy from the beginning and they couldn't take rejection well. There's a growing community of those rejects and they seem to find each other and they've developed their own little community. There's a growing community of those rejects. By the way, that growing community of rejects is something we here at Pot Awful call the Facebook cult. And all I like to say is that I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook. 
There's people just tuning in. They're like, who is this letter from? Is this from Mersh? Well, I'll reveal who it is because Mike actually didn't reveal who it was in his show. Okay? I'm not going to play this whole thing. I do want you to go check it out in his bonus content club over at Red Bar Radio. You know, you can see the whole thing because the rest of this, I think, mostly is about Red Bar or... Revenge of the Sis. Let's Jackson, see. And they seem to find each other, and they've developed their own little community of hating Mike and hating Royce. I didn't and turn this back. It's happening twice. Losers, We're now in, in a fact, loop. Mike and Royce, you are the losers. It's pretty pathetic. But apparently a lot of people hate Mike and hate Royce. So they're beginning to, and I don't understand why. It's like they're really famous, and it's not like they have a lot of people who say, Okay, so it's worth hearing the re- it's worth hearing the rest of this just to get a sense of the manic way he began typing this. All right. It really is. Every line starts getting repeated over and over and over. If you love the loop, 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 loop. you're going to want to see this. Okay. That's over there. By the way, we've got our own paywall thing. We do two shows every week of Pod Awful. We also do a show every Friday called The Weekly Sacrifice. You can only get those in our subscription-based donation system. You ever heard of that? It's like Patreon, except we were doing it several years before Patreon existed. We built our own. It's called Pizza, the pizza fund. I hope you join it. You can join for as little as a dollar and support our show. Get immediate access to over 60 hours worth of content. You join the $6 level, you get access to the Friday shows. $12 level, you get access to all of the Wednesday shows as well, and so on and so forth. Uh, I would appreciate it if you join those. Pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I never heard one person ever say they regretted joining that pizza fund. Uh, We have a ton, years and years worth of content. You get access to when you join it, and of course, all the live sh- uh, live streams when they happen. Um, and we don't have ads on this show. We don't. I demonetize my own YouTube channel on purpose. We don't have sponsors. Anyway, drink Dr Pepper. Anyway, no sponsors on this show, so uh, this is the only way we do anything. Or uh, if you wanna, if you wanna wear something nice, you can get my shirt. Get my shirt over at PodAwful.shop. We sell merch. We sell shows. It's a nice business, okay? Uh, it's my only job. Potawful.shop, potawful.pizza. I think that's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. Even if there was more Potawful stuff in there, we've seen enough, okay? So there you go. Red Bar Radio. <laughs> oh, ready to oh my God. Where did that come from? That was bizarre. I have no idea where that came from. Red Bar Radio. Uh, thank you to Mike for those clips. And, I, mean, I would have played them without his permission, but, you know, thanks anyway. So who was that? He never said. I was dying to know at the end of the email who it was, and they just forgot, and everybody in the chat except me forgot. Well, I had an idea. I had an inkling in my head because I talked to somebody who types like this before. He would leave 
comments like this on YouTube. He sent me emails like this myself. He sent Mike another email. Remember how he said he contacted Mike about the entire uh, – what's the deal with the, the 9-11 show? You know, I did a 9-11 show. Mike did one. He said Mike was copying me. Well, Mike sent me a screenshot of that email, so thanks to Mike for that as well. I've got the screenshot right here, and it's a guy who went by the name, and he's a big – you've heard – if you know the ROTC community, you know this name. Somebody in the chat room asked, is this Trolita? Is this Tortilla? No, it wasn't her, but it is some a name you have heard in their community. You've seen his name a million times in their chat room. He's a big-time donor for their show. This guy goes by the name Zen Rhino is the man we're afraid of. Zen Rhino. Here's the email he sent to Mike about the uh, 9-11 show. He says, I heard, you're, <laughs> I heard you're going to do a show called 9-11 Crashtacular Never Forget. Now, that is not what he called it. That's what my show is called. But anyway, you do realize there's a show on YouTube that's been doing that for more than a dozen years already. That's also not true. I haven't been a show for more than a dozen years. Jesse from Pata, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It just hit me what that means. <laughs> for over a dozen years. Why did he think? So this is the thing. Remember, the autists, they can't tell fra- fact from fiction. Our last, our final 9-11 show was a repeat episode, and it was the episode that aired days after the actual event of 9-11 on Pod Awful. Now, you may say to yourself, Jesse, there's no way you had a podcast in September of 2001, and you'd be right. But I said I did, and I made a fake episode of the show that looked like it existed in 2001, and Zen Rhino thought that was real, and that's why he thinks it's over a dozen years old. Oh, my God. He thinks the fake old show was real, they say in the chat. Absolutely nothing melts steel beams. Um, it was Zen Rhino decided to do. Yeah, I decided to do that. Uh, how insane is that? Did you guys see that 9-11 show? It's a great episode. It's a great, and I don't like to pull down the third wall on this show. I don't like to pull back the curtain. I don't like to drop kayfabe. But now I got to do it for the autists. There's autistic people out there going, Jesse's been doing a show since 9-11. <laughs> I mean, since before 9-11, according to that episode. According to that show, I'd been doing Pot Awful since the early 1990s, okay? Which would have made me a baby doing the show. And that's true. I, was a ba- I started the show as a baby. I'm the original podcaster. Um, you do realize there's a show on YouTube that's been doing that for more than a dozen years already. Jesse from Pot Awful TV has been doing a 9-11 Crashtacular Never Forget for a dozen years now. So he's repeating himself here. We're already in a loop here. Literally, that's the name of his show. That's like being a jokes. He's in the comedy world. You're literally stealing the title from an established act that's been doing it for more than 10 years. And then he sends a link to my YouTube channel. I mean, this is... What a terrifying prospect for that. Um, It scares me that these people are believing this stuff. So uh, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling bad. I had no idea. You know, as much as I like to make fun of AU Gold on this show, as much as we talk about this type of person, it never occurred to me 
that they're believing every single word I say like this. And, you know, he sent me emails like this too. I have my own Zen Rhino emails, and they would be weird. They were weird sometimes. I always, I always treated him nice. I was always a nice guy. This is from November of last year. Zen Rhino, it, the subject line, by the way, that he made for this was, we good? He thought I was mad at him for some reason. I, just out of nowhere, he thinks I'm mad at him. He says, I'm glad I have social anxiety, plus I actually do have a little bit of Asperger's. I'm on the spectrum, so I don't always understand when people do things, and sometimes I explain myself in a weird way, so I didn't know if I upset you or something. What I love, now listen to this. This is the craziest part. What I love about your show is sometimes I don't know when you're being serious and when you're joking. And that's the fun of your show. That's what I originally was attracted to whenever I started watching Mike and Royce over at ROTC. I didn't know if they were doing a bit or one of them was being sarcastic or if they were saying something ironically. And even though I know them better now, it did take some of the fun out of it because I kind of am aware of the in-jokes. Zen Rhino, no, you're not. (laughs) So this is what's going on with autism. They can't tell right from wrong. I mean, they have no idea what's going on. The sun is the moon. Your feet are your hands in their world. If I say that right now, he believes it. Poor Zen Rhino, he can't help being remarded. (laughs) I like that I don't know what jokes are. says playing in the chat room. Yeah, I posted that screenshot right before the show into the Red Bar Facebook group um, because those guys had already seen the content we were covering tonight. And Somebody said, wait, what you like about this is that you don't understand it? I would just not – I would uh, – I think they said something along the lines of I would just read nonfiction books all day just to stay safe. And I said, yeah, it's a lot like enjoying being burned by fire. You, you know, you understand fire. You understand its properties. You keep putting your hand in it and you go, ooh, this tickles. That's Zen Rhino and that's, again – 30% of the audience, 30% of any audience, at least, probably much higher for most YouTube programs, right? Like Mr. Medicare's audience must be 40 to 50% that guy right there. Revenge of the Sis's audience is, I don't know, 100%, 150%, 6 million percent autism. I, it's, it's up there. It's certainly higher than it possibly can be. And all of that, the reason it scares me so much, and again, you have to see the whole email really to get the feel for it, but I get these death threats, and then I'm thinking, you know who's been sending me a lot of death threats lately and who is an unapologetic autist? I mean, this guy leans into his autism and Asperger's. A guy who used to go by the name Mr. Burgers, the fake Mr. Burgers, Doug Burger. Okay, fake Mr. Burgers, or as he calls himself on the internet, he copied my name, he calls himself Jesse Raiden. Now, Jesse Raiden has been, get, not. I didn't even know this was going on, he's been going all over Reddit recently, and he's been making these posts saying, Jesse P.S. needs to kill himself, Jesse P.S. should kill himself, Jesse, what would happen if Jesse P.S. were to die? Who would anyone celebrate? Would you celebrate if Jesse P.S. were to die? Most people didn't even know who I was. He was posting this to. He even posted this to the dickheads, you know, the fans of the dick show, and said, Would you love it if Jesse P.S. died? And they were like, Dude, fuck off. No, 
get out of here. Even they thought it was too crazy. I mean, look at, the, I'll show you the type of guy this is. I, you should be scared if this type of guy is doing death threats on you. Take a look at this shit. This is a special message to the little bitch Jesse Powell Stroud. Get raped, you nigger hating, dog raping, get raped, you nigger hating, dog, ra- dog raping, piece of shit, female, transvestite. Get raped, nigger hater. Bye. And again, that phrase. <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard a stranger, more volatile phrase in your life? Mm, hater. Who is the one hating whom in that? I don't even know how to parse that. One more time for the uh, folks in the back. Some people missed it. This is a special message to little bitch Jesse Powell Stroud. Get raped, you nigger hating, dog raping, get raped, you nigger hating, dog dog raping, piece of shit, female, transvestite. Get raped, nigger hater. Bye. Bye. <laughs> see ya. Oh, see ya. Nice seeing you, dog. Thanks. Okay, so this is Jesse Raiden. This is a guy who really wants me dead. He's in the country. He's in my state. I'm in California. He's in California. This could happen. Okay? Santa Cruz Joker's in my state. That could happen. You know? I mean, it's a scary world out there. Now, I'm not, I'm not scared of these guys, really. I mean, it's possible. They could do something. My own girlfriend's in the chat room, by the way. She said she would celebrate if I was dead. Okay, well, you're sleeping on the floor tonight, and you're one step away from being an outside person. Don't think I wouldn't do it. It's happened before. Just ask the chat. You're going to be an outside person. So anyway. I, I discover all these crazy Reddit things from him. And again, I could probably easily swing on this guy. He's five foot seven if he's an inch. Um, I actually f- found a Reddit post where he said, I tell people I'm five foot eight, but I'm actually five foot seven. So there you go. Um, he's five foot seven. He's a tiny little boy. I'm six foot seven, 250 pounds, and completely unstoppable. So I don't really fear physical violence from these people, but who knows? You know, he could have a sniper rifle and get me from the uh, corner of the bank. I could be going into the bank, and he's on the rooftop of the bank on the other side of the street. Boom, I'm dead. I don't know why banks are involved. I just have a feeling. It feels like sniper rifles often happen on top of banks. So, and then he zip lines down to find my body, and then he just he dunks his nuts in my mouth. And that's the, the ultimate injustice right there. So I'm going through these Reddit posts, and I'm trying to figure something. You know, I'm not going to take this sitting down. This is no good. And I found this thing. Remember how on the last episode we did about him, he, he was saying his favorite bands. He, lo- he loves the singer Anna Nalik, and he loves the band Lifehouse. You remember that? Well, it turns out Doug here used to moderate the subreddits for r slash Anna Nalik and r slash lifehouse he was the creator of those lifehouse has so few fans as a band so few people give a shit that he got to make the thing for it and apparently the account that he made it on and was the moderator on has been permanently suspended from reddit well i caught him the reason he was posting all this shit about me is he went to this subreddit where you can request to gain ownership of a reddit that has been left by the wayside. And so he's requesting back r slash Ananalic. And you can only do one every 15 days. So he hadn't yet done r slash Lifehouse. And apparently you have to have a certain amount of karma. Or God damn, Reddit is so gay. I hate explaining this. 
Follow me on Reddit, by the way. Reddit's for fags, with a Z is my name on Reddit. You can also join our subreddit, which is a private subreddit, r slash awful. Anyway, you have to have a certain amount of karma to request one of these things back. And it's like 500, and he didn't have it. And he's so autistic that he doesn't understand that every time he posts, he's actually getting negative karma because people hate the shit he says. So he's making all these posts about me, and people are just downvoting, downvoting, down everything he posts. Downvote, downvote, downvote. And he's not getting enough karma to properly request these things. So what do I do? Well, I go to the Reddit request subreddit, and I say, hello there. I noticed that r slash lifehouse has been abandoned. Do you mind if I take it over? Now, this process takes a little while. It hasn't happened yet, but the chances are very high that I, the original Mr. Burgers, will be the new moderator of r slash lifehouse. Listen, buddy, here's my offer to you because I'm trying to make it up to these guys doing the death threats. I know you don't understand reality around you. I know things are tough for you. I mean, I know things are tough for you. I've seen your life. He's filming his life like crazy right now. I'll show you in a second here. I know it's tough. Here's what I'm offering, okay? You go and you make a video apologizing for the death threats. That's it. No cops, none of that stuff. Just apologize for the death threats. And when I gain the command of your former subreddits, because I will get r slash Ananalic as well. I've already made the request. So when I get Lifehouse, when I get Ananalic, if you make a video apologizing for everything you did, apologizing for the death threats, apologizing for copying me as Mr. Burgers, you put it on your YouTube channel, you make it public for everybody to see, you don't take it down, I will make you a moderator of those again. I'll give you back control of those subreddits. I think that's a pretty good deal. I think I'm the greatest guy. I think that's quite nice of me considering the horrific things he's saying about me. And again, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Doug Burgers because he's living a rough life. Some of you guys have seen this. Um, Check this video out. Hang on a second. So you want to see what the life of a Doug Burger is like? He actually did an apartment tour, which... You can know everything of a man by seeing his home. Everything you need to know is inside there. This video is called Weighing Myself and Apartment Tour. Apparently, he's had enough of people saying that he's fat. So he's going to weigh himself on camera, and he's going to show us his apartment. And it is not good. It is vertical. You know what? I'm going to blow this up so you can really see it. Let's take a look at his apartment. Entering my apartment. It's in there. It's unlocked right now. I open the door. Look, it's my kitchen and bathroom. My bathroom's the other way. I mean, he says, "Look, it's my kitchen." But the first thing you see is a metal cot that he sleeps on. When you walk in, your feet bump into a metal cot that is covered in stains. And by the way, everything is covered in junk. It is completely filthy in there. It's disgusting. Every inch of space is disgusting. My computers, my other computers I don't use anymore. And Christina Aguilera album, as you know, Christina here. 10x, 0.5x, whatever. Christina Aguilera is hot, man. I'm gonna fuck her. Yeah, he's gonna fuck her. By the way, one of his 
messages on Reddit, he said, I'm a rock star. Somebody said that, you know, something about me, and he said, actually, I'm a rock star. Jesse P.S. is just a piece of shit. He thinks he's a rock star. He thinks he's really going to make it in the music industry. This is real. I mean, this is where this guy's brain is at. Hot man, I'm the fucker. Now you can see my room, stack of comp books I don't read, closet full of junk. I'm going to weigh myself to prove I'm not fat. Here we go. Now, this is my favorite part. And by the way, toilet bowl completely. The lid is up. The seat is up. A towel is hanging on the underside of the seat of the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and if you look closely right next to the toilet, you can see disinfectant wipes that you know have never been used ever in the history of forever. I'm actually wearing shoes and a belt and sweatshirts. This is a little like five pounds extra, probably like three, five pounds extra. Tap my scale, zoom in a little bit. Close the bathroom door for some reason. Uh oh, uh oh, and then look, we can see into his trash. His trash is filled with nothing but prescription pill bottles. They're everywhere. So this is a guy who has to medicate to be at this level. He's taking the pills. He ain't cheeking them. He lives alone. He lives alone in a two-by-two room. So he's not cheeking the pills. He's taking them, and it puts him right here. This is the level he's at, is right here. What you're seeing here, this is good for him. It could get worse and this is a guy giving me death threats. <laughs> I mean, imagine. Up on the scale. 159 with, like 155. I'm 5'8". I'm not fat. I'm not fat. I'm He's not 5'8". He's 5'7". Now watch this autistic part. I mean, this part is truly insane. 159 with, like 155. I'm 5'8". I'm not fat. I'm not fat. I'm not. I am not fat. Now I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not going to record that. I'm not that creepy. Fuck you, Jesse P.S. You fucking nigger reading dog hitting dog dog hair dog faggot raping ra- ra- nigger hater. Whoa! Oh man! <laughs> I mean, there's so much to rake in there at the end. Let's watch that one more time. Step on the scale. Oh my god, the toilet is so filthy. <laughs> okay. So that is so gross. All right. Jesse is six seven over two hundred pounds. Yeah, I'm like two thirty, two fifty, somewhere in there. I haven't measured in a while. I haven't weighed myself. He weighs as much as a half of a Santa Cruz Joker. Well sure. Um, hard R that toilet is suffering. Yeah. So a lot of stuff happened. That video has nothing to do with me. I wasn't the one who'd been calling him fat. And then it just ends with fuck you to me. I am. You think I was rent free in the Santa Cruz jokers, homeless mind. This dude, he wouldn't you rather be homeless than live here. By the way, he's about to take a dump. So he's like, okay, I got to turn the camera off. Well, thanks. Jeez. He turns the camera on himself at one point to flick off the camera look at that and look at the nose hair 
just hanging from, I mean, these threads. It's There's a spider constantly escaping his nose. The funny thing is, his latest videos, he makes a point to show that we have bullied him into shaving out his nose hair. But the craziest part is, there are what can only be referred to as cuts. Cuts. Cut. All over his nostrils. So he went to shave out the nose. And I got nose hair. I shave it out. I sh- I'm a responsible adult man. I shave out the nose hair. I have no rash around my nostril. He's got full scabs around his nose from trying to shave his nose. He took a Bic razor and went, That's what he did to get rid of it. It was killing him. Okay, and then he cried into a camera about it. And look at the face of this man. This is a man on a mission to kill. He wants to end me. How terrifying is that? When he's doing this, I'm not fat, I'm not fat, I'm not fat. It's the way of the future, the way of the future, the way of the future. He's thinking about me during that. Okay, and he says he's five foot eight and 100, and it says 159. Let's just round that to 160. I know he said he's wearing his shoes and belt, but that's barely anything. So we'll call it 160. I got the BMI calculator here. Let's find out if he's fat. He said he's 5'8". That's a lie. He's 5'7". He's 160 pounds. We compute the BMI. It says his total BMI. He's got no muscle. We've seen him before. All he does is eat burgers. So he's got no muscle. 25.1 is his BMI. Now, if I look at the categories here, it says underweight is less than 18.5. Normal weight is... Is 18.5 to 24.9. Overweight? Uh oh! 25 and greater. Doug Berger, Jesse Raiden, is what can only be called legally, legally fat. A oh, thank you. A thank you. Oh, thank you. He's legally fat. That's what we call that, okay? You know what? I'll even – let's shave off the uh, one pound there. Let me just see if it's still over. Yeah, it's still it's, – it's at the absolute – even if we don't round up to 160, and I don't believe his scale. I mean look at his home. Um, even, even if we don't round up to 160, it still puts him at the absolute height of normal weight, which means – if he had just taken a shit, then, you know, I mean, you eat one meal, you're going to be overweight, basically. One meal, now you're overweight. So you are fat, you are fat, you are fat, you are fat, Jesse Raiden. 159, now that's a lot of mean words. I don't know if I can let that go, but I'm trying to be nice. So Doug, if you want to take me up on my offer, I, I'm trying to make it good for you. I'm trying to make you guys be able to understand the show. I've told you all night long what's real and what's not. Your autism should be able to handle this. This part is real. I will be the new owner of your former subreddits. If you want them back, apologize on video for stealing Mr. Burger's and for making death threats. It's that simple. And I know you'll watch this. I know you will. It's that simple. I am a nice guy at heart. I really am. A lot of people don't think so. There's plenty of evidence 
that proves this, okay? You watch certain episodes of Pot Awful, you'll see it many times. A lot of people call me the greatest guy. So I do want this out there for all the autists, for all the AU gold out there that I've ever offended for the mothers, for the poor mothers of the autistic children that I've committed these crimes against. I'm so sorry. I did not know part of autism was not knowing reality from a goofy comedy podcast. Can we quit it with the death threats now? Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We will be live again on Wednesday for a fan favorite show. It's called Pranking Wannabe Rappers Black Misery Month 2020. will be this Wednesday. Can't wait to see you then. That is in the $12 section of the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza, to sign up for that. It's, uh, go watch the other ones. You're going to love it. I hope to see you there, potawful.pizza. And until next time, have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. <laughs>